So, buddy, I want to thank you for filling in with for me the last few weeks, helping me out while your mom's been gone. Thank you. You're welcome. I appreciate it. Thank you. But who's back? Mama. That's right. Well, she's back, yep. which is... she's back. Guess who's back, back, back once again, again, again. I am home. It feels good. I am home. Well, my distance makes the heart grow fonder dirties. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I am happy to join this podcast regularly hosted by the two of us. I've heard... Tommy, that you're holding it down so well. I haven't listened to the episodes yet, but my friends and spies all around are um, reporting back to me that you are just been really sweet and complimentary and like just doing great interviews with, did you have Layla, Shervin? No, Layla, the stars didn't align with Layla. I had um, Kirsten who helped me with the book, Shervin, and then your mother. Okay, cool. Well, we're sitting here at like four o'clock in the morning and it's really dark and moody and I love it. It's kind of, kind of like a, I'm thinking, why would we ever have turned lights on before? I can't even see your face. Amazing. That's prime. Not you, have a, you have a beautiful faccia. This is prime uh, scenarios, darkness. You know that like just got off the plane thing? Because I'm just going to start with the flight back. I flew back well, well, before from we start with somewhere the, that yeah, I, I can't disclose. That's what I was just going to say. Before we get into like where you flew, what can you tell people as whatever, far as where you were? Whatever I can tell, I can tell. Whatever I can tell, people already know. And the rest of it is left to chance. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Let's not overthink it. Yeah. Okay. But where have you been? Out of town. Okay. 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 <laughs> okay. Is that good? All right. Enough for you? All right. Okay. That's all she told us, folks, too. She just left. She said she'll be back. I'll be back when I'm back. Yeah. I'll see you when I... We, there's my whole... One of my favorite Eddie Murphy skits is when see he's you like... See you when I see you. No, he was like, when are you going to come... When are you coming home? I'm going to be where I'm at. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... My flight home. Who doesn't like to talk about their harrowing experiences of any kind of airport travel? You know, it's one of our favorites. It's like made the highlights reel of our lives. Yeah. Right? But as optimal as it is to shoot sitting here in a dark room so you don't have to see my face, um, my return flight was harrowing. It was long. It was painful. It was cold. It was ice frozen food when I finally got nine hours into my trip and someone actually put a piece of food in front of me. 24 hours of travel sounds like a fucking nightmare. That would be like one of my versions of hell. It felt like 48 hours. Let me tell you. I bet. I bet. Let's say I was done shooting what I was shooting, right? Oh, you were shooting something. Let's say I was working and my job came to the last day. Okay. Came to an end. Okay. Okay. And it is now, okay, your car will be there to pick you up at 3.45 a.m. Okay. Oh, perfect. That's usually, like, that's a good time to start traveling. Right. Absolutely. Oh, but, yeah. And, oh, you um, have to pack. And yeah. um, that's in about two hours. And again, it's... 
the kickoff <laughs> of 24 hours worth of travel. It's not like 3.45, you'll be there by 5. No. You know what I mean? Right. It's the kickoff of what yeah. you already know is going to be 24 hours worth of travel plus. What would be ideal is like a nice bougie breakfast yeah. and a cushy car, like a really nice cushy SUV where you have your own control buttons. And for you to wake up on your own. I go down to this car, which was the kind of car that only had AC and heat vents in the front seat and only reached the front seat person. And yeah, he was good. back seat, yeah. He was good. He's, He's like, yo, why are you shivering back there? <laughs> yeah. Stop complaining. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. Fucking hot as hell. He got a lay on. He got a lay in a Hawaiian shirt. He's driving you like him freezing in the back. Exactly. And, dead people blowing smoke. <laughs> right. And I and I run warm and I was wearing, I wasn't underdressed. I was wearing a thick uh, jogger set, which is like thick sweatpants and t you know what I mean? It was like socks, Crocs. I was good. Baseball cap. All that usually keeps me overheated. Yeah. So I'm freezing and it's a three to four hour freeze drive. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Then we pull up to the city where I traveled out of, which was not the city where I was supposed to because flights got canceled in the continent that I was in. Well, just, you know, not to be too morbid, but a lot has gone on in the world over the last, you know, week or so. And, you know, prayers to every prayers. single yeah, victim, there you go. the women, the children, the families, the lives that are being lost needlessly in the horrific killings that are happening we don't get political you know that about us already but i tell you i was worried i was definitely worried that you were gone and you'd be traveling during that time you know um so like i'm happy to have you home you know but i'm sure that it was a, a nightmarish to travel like it was the worst time for you to travel in the last you know since you've been gone literally the worst time for you to travel is when you had to travel there definitely were some people on my plane that were from the countries that they were, you know, probably rerouted to wherever we were going back together. But anyway, you know, we've got a lot of friends, you and I, that um, have families that are missing. And, uh, you know, th it's, it's, it's a really painful time for people. So um, our prayers are with you last night. You know, I prayed, I even like had a moment where I was like, I don't think we're talking enough to Shams about God. And I think he's at that age where we should start. More. Well, guess what? What? Listen to the last episode. When okay. I asked him, what is he grateful for? The first thing he said was, I'm grateful for God. Well, that's because he goes to private Catholic school. Whatever. Which is wonderful. He also has prayers that he's already learned from his teacher, which is great. I'm just saying we at home should also be echoing that. That's a you thing. I'm not, you know, I'm not a big God type of guy. You know? Okay. Well, even if you don't consider yourself a God guy, you are a good guy. And clearly you have a conscience, in my opinion, yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Um, okay. So here's the thing. I'm in the car. We're four hours in. He pulls me up at this airport, which sucks. I'm so irritated. There's these long ass lines, but I'm like, fuck these lines. I know I'm going to the front. But let me ask you this. The ride with him is a long ride. It was terrible. How was he? Quiet. Oh, you guys didn't even speak. Why? I was. It was 3 a.m. What was I going to say to him? But Turn I'm up just, the heat again, please. <laughs> I asked you to close the window 50 times. I'm just saying. It, like, it felt like being on an iceberg in the Titanic. You were not a big Sopranos watcher. No. But when um, Dre DiMatteo, her character, gets killed, mm -hmm. 
they take her to to the woods to kill her. Okay, that that's what it felt. Yes, like that's sure. what I'm saying. It's like a long ride where yeah. it's like you know they're gonna. Did kill. she know? At some point. So when I get to this airport, you have to imagine a different setup from what we're used to in the states. You walk up to a giant. The this is the check in. It looks like baggage claim. A giant belt. How big an airport? International, so oh, it big. Was. You know what okay. I mean? Okay. Okay. I was going to JFK. Okay. So you walk in, and instead of it being like the counters that you're used to, it's a kiosk with like this big belt for all the airlines. Okay. So I'm like, how come it's not like this is for Delta One, this is for you know KLM or wherever? So. It's so crowded, even in the Delta yeah. One, Air Force One, or whatever first class is. She tells me, ma'am, your bag is overweight. I looked at her like Jack Nicholson yeah, from if, The Shining. If looks get killed. Yeah. Yeah, her whole family would be dead. I, li- <laughs> <laughs> I her just- cat, her dog, everything, <laughs> the, the, the our goldfish. <laughs> I just gave her this like blank stare. Now, you didn't retrace your steps. Like, like going there, that's not how it went, right? No, I did not return the same way. Okay. That's why I was a little confused. Okay. It was terrible. The other way would have been great. It would have been nonstop, a nonstop to LAX. Okay. (sighs) So I just looked at her with this blank look on my face, like, lady, ma'am, I don't hear you. We're about to have an international incident. We're not. Yeah. We're We're not doing this. I'm not doing this. It was like looking at a child that was incapable of being reasoned with. I gave her like a look, like go tell it to To someone who gives a fuck because I'm not, you know, no. Absolutely. So I just stared at her. It was like a A staring contest. A a staring contest, yes. how long? Mm, You want to do it right now? I'll tell you. For about- Well, we can't mm, do it on the podcast. mm, Probably like 30 seconds, that's maybe. A long, that's a long, long time. time. That's long, a long time. That's long. That's a long time. I won. Yeah. You know no, what I mean? You're here. Yeah. You know with, I mean? that, yeah. with all your shit. Yeah. You know, so. so then she she looked down and she was like, I'm a nice person. And, and I was like, you're yeah. a very nice person. You are a very nice person. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Whatever. So she puts the things on and now I go through TSA and there's no TSA over there. It's like either global or clear uh, or whatever the shit that I don't have. Yeah. And- it's a really long, painful line. Then I make it early enough with that 3.45 a.m. departure back into that cold-ass car to go to the lounge, right? Okay. The lounge has a buffet of the following. Haggis. Mmm. <laughs> There's nothing like breakfast haggis. Minced haggis. Oh. You better stop complaining, girl. Sauerkrauted haggis. You didn't bring any of that home? I mean, what the fuck, bro? Been, oh gone, for, been gone for weeks. Doesn't think of anybody. No min haggis for me, I guess. And then it had like jam mm. and these like crust crescent rolls that were clearly like baked frozen. Yummy. Right? And then it was like some assortments of like tomatoy things. I just I was just like, Ugh. how is this an international lounge? Like I was like, I am not a picky eater. There should be something here for me. That's definitely not, especially if you have a if you're hungry. Oh, yeah. sorry, I forgot the baked beans. Oh, there was baked beans. Well, in leave syrup. the best part out. What the fuck? <laughs> and you know, 
when you're at work, you can't eat a lot because then you don't want to have to poop or pee or do bloated yeah. or fart or any such thing. Plus, anytime you're shooting, they don't want you to be, you know, like even when you see that they're in these beautiful restaurants and these lavish spreads, the last thing they want you to do is be actually fucking eating. They right. want to film content. You know what I you're mean? You're supposed to, yeah, you're supposed to safeguard your stomach, yeah. your waistline. To, they used to always bust my balls because I would eat. You know what I mean? Yes. Like if we went, I would chow down and it would be like, uh, yeah, we're here to, you know, film. film. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, no, nah, I'm here to stuff my fucking face. I remember the one time we went to that, uh, it was like a Korean barbecue spot in wherever it was, but we had like lobster, surf and turf, like we had a bunch of great shit. And you think I'm not going to eat it? You know what I mean? Like, oh, like, yeah. yeah. Like I was stuffing my face. The housewives are famous for ordering everything on the menu and taking full advantage of it because they're like sick and tired of like not being able to eat at a nice restaurant. Okay. You know, okay. like the ladies of Potomac and like all the cities, like they go big. Yeah. And so they basically would be just like my mom is if she was a housewife of New York or yeah. wherever. Yes. Yeah, like Vita loves to stuff her face, but in those instances, she doesn't eat. Right, you she know? knows better. Yes, yes. Because with with when you have to be worried, is this meal going to prohibit me, inhibit me from being able to film or do my job or feel comfortable? Yeah, I just do I need to unbutton my pants? I just did my, my makeup. Am I going to get something stuck in my teeth? Yeah, you know, it's totally. like, yeah, it's not. That's not the occasion for. It. They'd rather you flip the table yeah. than actually eat from it. Totally, and yeah. also you can't then stop production because you need a thirty-minute break to go. <laughs> go fucking drop the kids off at the pool. I gotta and go. Go back to glam. Yeah, and woo, nothing. Come out <laughs> with a toothpick. Oh man, what is dessert? Gross. Uh, yeah, when are they bringing that haggis out? Here again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so then I'm on this plane. I was going to say janky, but it wasn't that. It was just antique. You know what I mean? It was like the, the, the way I like to fly normally those, across, uh, you know, from far is antique plane. Totally. Absolutely. You know, it was the first touchscreen. I, I was trying to like try to block out. It was a little traumatic, like what I had just left. Yeah. In my uh, yes. in my life, I would love to tap out and ha get my mind off of things. Yes. Get my mind off of where I just left. Get my mind off of how long this flight ahead of me. I'm feeling nauseous and cold and hungry. And the touchscreen on the thing does not work to show me a movie. Yeah. Oh, fuck. You will never guess in a million years which movie, Tommy, <laughs> which movie was on the screen as if it were like a brand new movie, like what's this movie? Like Mario Brothers and Into Mental. What's this Elemental? That the kids movie. Um, yeah, it's it's. Oh yeah, I don't know. The, yeah, it's like, called Elemental yeah. and Mario Brothers. Yeah, it popped up like you know it's supposed to be still in theaters. Mm. That Persian movie called A Separation with the married couple that the dad's dying and he's taking care of oh, his. Sounds great. Remember it? I had I it on. You okay? I have it on DVD, okay. and you were like, "That is the most depressing movie." Yeah. It was a Persian movie in Iran oh. with the subtitles. Oh, I think I remember. Yeah, I, I, yeah. And you were like, and there was like a woman who came to work for them. The dad had Alzheimer's, and it oh. was just like the most depressing movie. Oh, sounds good. And I watched it because yeah. I wanted to like just cry through my father. Yeah. No, it was like a tool of mourning. Okay. Like because the person in the 
movie was going through. Sounds like a great a, trip. <laughs> that was the imagine. Could you imagine that yeah. was the only movie? Yeah, that was that was on. Yes, when the touchscreen would work for it. <laughs> yeah. Tommy, if you sh- if I show you this, just the poster of this movie, it's going to bring back PTSD even for you. Because when you and I started going out, you would watch Sense and Sensibility. Yeah. You would still. I would still watch Sense and Sensibility. Yeah. I mean, I'd watch it to the same degree I watched it then, where you kind of in it, you kind of watch it and you're checked out and you're looking at your phone a little bit. You yeah. Know what I mean? But looking at your phone is no longer a thing. Shams last night was on our way home. He was like, let's watch it, but only if you pay attention the whole time. <laughs> yes. Meanwhile, he doesn't. Little dick. He, he did start to get up. Uh, and what no, did he want to you know, do last you know, night? You know how many times he's done that to me this, you know, since you've been gone? Well, we're going to watch this. He gets me excited. We're going to sit. We're going to watch this. And then like a shot, he's gone. But what was it last night that he was doing? Like trying to do impressions and stuff. No, it, tell stories. That's his. Oh he yeah, that was the, yeah. We he did that before stories. we left, but I'm I don't know if he got it from me. No, he's he's really. It's been taken off since you've been gone. Like every night, he wants to tell stories. But he and I would do that before I left. But I just don't. I just think you guys had it on your own. I no, we would do it at night. Yeah, before that's he what, like the, when we were doing it during the day yesterday. That's like a because first. Because of at night, yeah. But that's like a first. At night, we normally have been doing it. You know, let's tell each other stories. So in the child development stuff that I yeah. read, mm-hmm. they say that you should ask your kid about anything when you're unwinding before bedtime, where you can have like, you just say like, "What's your favorite thing about today?" Well, we do our grateful before bed too. Yeah. So. I'm watching this really depressing movie, and then they bring food, and I'm like so excited. Mm, yummy! I'm flying first, you but, know. But in, in it's got to be great. In, in the airline's defense, okay, they've done nothing to impress you so far. Okay, nothing. So for you to like, I would have been trepidatious to like. What are they going to give me food? You know what I mean? So, As opposed to being, oh, what are we getting? What are we getting? What are we getting? Delta one. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Delta one, babe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I'd rather Delta three. You know what I mean? Delta one. Jeez. Uh... So I'm excited. I tell the woman, the flight attendant, I go, hey, I'm hungry. Like I literally said that to her and I was like, <laughs> can you get me something like soon? Yeah. And then she looked at me and like she backed up and uh, like she squinched her eyes and she was like bitch. nodded and she goes, she, she's nodding. She's like, well, we'll, we'll get it as soon as we can. Like, oh. fuck you. Like, didn't you eat this morning? Other people aren't hungry. Everybody's yeah. hungry. Yeah. yeah. She did not care. She yeah. did not know that I traveled yes. four hours to yes. get there. Yes. Now let's just fast forward through this flight. Let's just say I made it. We'll skip the brown dill that was served on top of this ice frozen smoked salmon, which I already think should be a crime not to serve on any plane. Uh, uh, Not only just your only choice. That's bold. And yeah. And it was like this ugly piece of smoked salmon that looked magenta. Yeah. And then the other thing was, you know, they bring you like cheese and crackers, like awesome. It was cheese without any crackers. <laughs> and I was just like, what am I going to eat this whole piece of cheese with? It was making me nauseous because yeah. it was just like a hunk of blue cheese. This is when you should have saved some haggis or <sighs> you should have uh, took some uh, baked beans to go. Or those That's on rolls. you. That's on you. Those crescent rolls. Yeah. Should have put those in my pocket. Uh-huh. So at this point, they gave me the nuts. So now, no wonder I'm so swollen. They gave me the nuts. <laughs> they gave me the peanuts, the warmed nuts or whatever. They gave me the nuts. Now, we get off the plane. 
well, guess what, bitch? You've got to go. You're in JFK now. You've got to go through customs here. You're going to go stand in the longest passport line here. They really don't give a fuck because I had a connecting flight. I didn't even try to like go fight a million people and to ask to cut in line because you would have to weave Mm -hmm. yourself into like a one mile long line person by person. And everyone's in the same boat. I'm not going to be like, hey, I have a connecting flight because it looks like you're leaving. And no offense, but again, this week they're not. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, no one's they, special. But there, there could have been an international incident going down at any particular time. So, like, right. it was probably like you, no one's cutting a corner now. But there's you know a, what I mean? Yeah, the, like you couldn't have picked the worst week to travel, right? But the but especially internationally, people who are arriving at JFK, it's their final destination, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, they're out. But if you're connecting through JFK from international, you still have to exit like it's your final yes. destination. Yeah. And for that, the motherfucking airlines should give you like a yellow badge that says this whore should be able to go to the front only so she doesn't miss her last leg of her flight, which I almost did because of all this shit. So I stand there very patiently and it's 1 a.m. your time. So I can't even vent to my husband. It is, I or tried. Anybody. I, or anybody. Yeah. I, I would have. It was yeah. 4 a.m. Yeah. and whatever, 1 a.m. Yeah, go down the list. Just start some calls. And so yeah. I'm getting bumped by the people behind me. I'm you like, gotta worry why? about your bags. Yeah, like, why are you, you're standing right here in this yeah. same line that's not moving. Yeah. Why do you keep bumping me? Yeah, make me move. They, you're missing the foot to yeah. move up. Like, you know what I mean? Where like, are we going? Yeah. So, um... I made it through that. I got my bags. Now I'm standing there and now I'm very much feeling like I'm in your town, right? This, You're 10 minutes away. 10, I am. I 10, wished I could have just have. fucked everybody yeah. and just gone and showed up at, at the McGuire's the doorstep. Like, Here's a bed. Here's some food. You know what just I mean? a hug. Yep, just a hug. Too, I would have just loved to Hung see them. Abby for a little bit. You know? Totally. And uh, then this guy who's about to let me leave the airport with my bags. Okay. And he looks at me and he goes, ooh, wait, stopped me. Everyone else is going. Mm. Stops me. Now, granted, I am getting a lot of like nice looks. Like she looks cute. Like I was wearing my jogger set with my crop top, my sunglasses, my hat. Like I had swag, right? But he ended up borderline keeping me, I found out, because he was kind of like trying to talk to me. He was like, you traveling alone? And I go... Oh, he worked for the airport. Yeah, for oh, the airport gotcha, gotcha. But with customs. Like he was the one that was going to flag, had the power to flag, flag you. Flag you until you go that way. So and you, you got to be nice to him. Yeah, you yeah. T- and stop you and yes. open it and yes. look through your luggage and yes. stuff. He was like a younger guy, he looked yeah. like the type of guy whose girlfriend watches Bravo, you know what okay. I mean? But he was single. And at the end, I figured out he's actually trying to talk to me. But he, but I kind of fit the profile of like drug smuggler because I'm like the age where if you travel alone, you have to worry if she's smuggling something. Anyway, he goes, oh, you, wait, whoa, 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 you traveling alone? And I go, yes. He goes, what? I go, yes, for work. He's like, what kind of work do you do? Like, I'm lying. And I'm like, I just dove in. I go, reality. And then he's like, what? What do you mean? Like, what kind of show? And I was like, Bravo. He goes, what? I go, Bravo, reality show. And he goes, oh, what's it called? Shaz of Sunset. Like, I'm like staying 
standing there. He's way, that's why he couldn't hear me because he's so much taller. So I'm like, just, I locked eyes with him to answer everything. Cause I'm like, if I'm lying, I would have looked away or given you attitude or been defensive or whatever it is. So he finally, he goes, what's it about? I go, friends, family, you know, marriage, my kid. I was single at first. Now he's like, oh, now you're married. And then I was like, yes. And he's like, okay, welcome home. And I was like, don't even say you're not home yet. Just get the fuck out of here. So I re-enter the airport, check my bags, go through security, TSA, long as fuck line. Because now at JFK, the clear, which is the world international, clear is the TSA. TSA is just like nothing. It's it's good for uh, domestic. It's good for LAX. Our LAX American Airlines is a lot more chill. Yeah. So TSA is like fucking long. And the lady looks at my, at my gate she, where I had to get my seat assigned because I didn't have a seat when I got to the airport. She goes, hurry. She said that to me and she gives me my ticket. I go, can you, I go, hurry. I go, can you like walk me or help me or give me something? And she goes, I just did. Just go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then she goes, go and tell them when you get there. Then there's a lady that gets there and he goes, no, ma'am, we can't. Only the airline can help you with that. And I'm like, great. I go, you want me to ask everyone one by one? So I asked one person if I can get in front of them. And this this is already very frustrating. (laughs) This is like, what, eight hours? This is eight hours into the travel, I would bet. Are you joking? Way longer. Are you kidding? Yeah, because you flew across. So what are you The flight was, in and of itself, was nine hours. Okay, so yeah. And the drive was four hours. Okay, so yeah. So I um, finally get on my JFK leg and I just, you know, no time for the lounge, obviously. But at this point I was happy. I was like, you know what, bitch? You only have seven hours, six hours now. Like, you know, because JFK, home. You're on your way home. You made it to this trip. This is a moment that you've been wanting to taste for the last 12 hours. You know, you've been fantasizing about this time. You're close enough. Yeah. So I let my guard down, tried to relax. I I watched that movie for my father from Sebastian Mancuso. Oh, that's the comedy, a comedy? Okay. with Robert De Niro. Okay, I was gonna say so you sounded like you watched some depressing shit on the way home. No, it's, but that wasn't. How it was, was that? cute. Okay, good. Yeah, it was right. a rom com type yeah. of thing, or okay. like a coming of age story. Um, we forgot about the snafu about my car service picked me up when I was in, wanted to pick me up when I was at JFK. Remember that part? Oh yeah, that was yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he was there. All right, good. And uh, 52 minutes later, I was in the car and heading home, you know? Well, we were happy to have you home. You came in, uh, you definitely looked tired. I bet, man. That, that sounds like a nightmare as far as traveling is concerned. I was just feeling not nauseous. Like, the, my body was, like, telling me, you're disgusting, and I'm going to be nauseous for you. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it felt like. Uh, did I ever tell you about the time when I got escorted out of the airport? 
Um, Which time? I'm sure it was happened, more than it's once. It's actually happened a few times. Because you would lose your shit. Yeah. This was actually after uh, <laughs> 9-11. Oh, God, Tommy. Yeah, yeah. Where's your pr- presidency? Um, it was December of that year. We came out to... So we were in New York. Right after 9-11, we went out to Peter Luger's. And Bud Bundy, David Faustino from Married with Children, was in the restaurant. And I loved Married with Children growing up. I grew up on it, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, so I bought him a bottle of wine, him and his fiance at the time. And okay. then we wound up pulling our tables together. Okay. And we had, you know, a great night. Mm-hmm. We went out to the China Club after that. We got into a fight, not him, but like the kids from my neighborhood that were already in the China Club, we got into a fight. So like he, Bud Bundy was in the middle of the fight, you know? Oh, he's still telling the story of that night, right? Yeah. So that was like, so then after the fact, it's like, what are we going to do for my birthday? I know we'll go out to LA. Cause he was like, yeah, we're out in LA, ring me up, whatever, blah, blah, blah. So we planned to go to LA. We didn't ever see each other again, but that that's the impetus of, of why we went trip. to LA. So right. me and my buddy from work went to LA. Now he's he's a work friend. We were friends, but he's still a work friend, right? Mm-hmm. So we come out to LA, like I was fucked up the whole trip. You know what I mean? The whole trip, including coming home. So coming home, I'm whacked. We get into the airport and uh, my bag won't fit through the... Oh, conveyor belt? Yeah, the metal detector thing. But like, it's funny, I still like to do that. I still like to be drunk all the way until I get Yeah, home. no, 100%. 100%, yeah, 100%. Light, and I'm light. on vacation, dude. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm on vacation, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. And it was like a three-week vacation. This is like, I'm, I'm a broker a on Wall Street. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I got to be back by the opening of the bell on Monday. Yeah, you, know what I mean? you need to be drunk uh, until yeah. that moment. And I think, it was either my 21st or my 22nd birthday, so it was like, you know, the first time I'm allowed to legally do a lot of the things that I'm doing, right? Yeah. And I told the guy at the conveyor belt, oh, that's because I got enough explosives in my bag oh my to God. send this plane to space. No, you didn't. I swear to God. Oh, my God. Talk. So, like, they put us through, when I tell you, the most stringent. Now, again, it's not just me. It's my work friend, too. He's done nothing. Oh, no. So they take us back. It's like we got our pants down. They're going up our asses. Oh, you know God. what I mean? Like, it's it's an ordeal, dude. Oh, right? my God. We finally- we You're get, on the no-fly list. We finally get to the gate, right? We get to the gate, and it's like, we're going to make our plane. But whatever, long story short, I'm in the, the area where you're- The pre-boarding where you're about to get on the plane. And I call my then girlfriend and I tell her exactly what just happened. Okay. Including what I said. Okay. Uh oh. You know what I mean? And uh-huh. I'm again, I'm whacked. And every I'm not I'm not sheepish, right? Like I'm no. loud when I talk, right? Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, I fucking said I made a joke about blowing up the plane. Oh, okay. you said it while you were still while at the sitting, air- while I'm sitting there. Oh my god. So we Tommy. Get, we get on the plane, first class, right? I wake up. And there's like 10, 10 people there, standing above you. Yes. Guns, like, like soldiers, uh, like with guns, the guy from the airplane. Now, again, we've been like, I think we're over Ohio. You know what I mean? They're like, yeah, no one feels comfortable with you on the plane. You have to get off the plane. I'm like, I, I'm not jumping off the plane, bro. I got fucking work. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I got work. We crazy. I'm not getting off. They're like, no, no, no. We haven't taken off. I'm like, we haven't fucking taken off yet. I got fucking, so I'm yelling at everybody. You know what I mean? Like, they're oh wrong. And it's not me. You know what I'm saying? So, oh. And again, my friend, Chris Shem, it's like he had to, he's, he, everything he that I'm to going go through, to, he does? he's got to get off too. No. So yeah, like we're walking through the, 
So they uh, they sit us down, and I don't know if you've ever seen Menace to Society, but I've the seen cop, Menace to Society. The cop that's like, you know, you're done fucked up now, right? Yeah. You know, the, he's the cop. He's the cop that I'm sitting with, dude. That's good. No, he's like, yeah, you know, you know, and I'm like, yeah, bro, it's a fucking joke. And I, like, I'm like, we worked by the towers. You know what I mean? I'm like, you know, I, whatever. I know people that were killed. I'm just, I was whacked. I was drunk. At this point, I'm sober too. You know uh -huh, what I'm saying? Uh -huh. And uh, they're Aww. like, yeah, man, you can't be saying shit like that on a plane. Oh. And I just keep saying it. You know what oh I mean? Like, God. I just keep saying it. And he's like, yo, you got to stop fucking saying it, dude. You know what I mean? It's like it's like a $50,000 fine or some shit at the point. Oh, my God. Whatever. Again, long story short, I call Terry Maguire. Oh. And I tell Terry. Poor Terry. Yeah. And I wasn't living with Terry at this point, I don't believe. I think I had moved out and I was living with the kid Shemitz. <laughs> so I'm like, Terry, you know, you got to get a ticket for me. You know what I mean? Like, I can't, like, even get a ticket right now because the flights are fucking outrageous, too, to go, like, from where I'm at. LAX to, L to New York? Yeah, but last, we're talking last, last minute, right? Like, I need to get on the next fucking flight. You know what I'm saying? So she got me a ticket on ATA, which is American Trans Air. Yeah. It had like four stops. I was sitting next to a goat. <laughs> like it was like the worst airline ever. And uh, yeah. Well, ATA. Yeah. And it's I'm just the like, spirit airline of today. And I'm just like, you can't tell Craig, right? Because I work for Craig, <laughs> right? And, can't uh, tell him what? That I, I might not be at work because there's an international incident. Like they don't, at this point in time, I still don't know. Because, yeah, that's actually after the fact. We don't know what's going to happen, right? So I called Terry, like, while we're sitting there, and they're like, all right, you're banned from the airline. So it was United. I can't fly United anymore. Oh and they walked us out. Oh. They literally walked us out of the terminal. Uh -huh. And then where are you going? Uh, she got to take an American Transit. They escorted us to American Transit. So, again, this is, you know, post 9-11, December. September was like when this yeah, all went down. And I got smart. soldiers walking me around with that, with that 16. Oh, my January. God. Like, Who are these two idiots? So are you still friends with the guy or did he drop you like a hop? Well, no. I mean, we were still friends. But, like, like was he really he's, legit he's, he's mad? Was he livid for like for real? Like couldn't come back from it for well, a while. Well, he he was livid for the same. He, he was livid and worried for the same reason that I was about get, literally getting to work to be there by the time that the market opened. So you know what I mean? He's like, I gotta get to work, bro. You know what I mean? And it's like, I yeah. Didn't, but whatever. That was uh, to to close or put a wrap on said story. Yeah. A uh, couple of years later, a few years down the road, a buddy of mine was getting married and he was planning the bachelor party mm -hmm. for us. Uh, it was going to Miami and he was trying to do like a package deal. Like we all were going. So we all, you know what I mean? And Oh, you fucked it up because when he was trying they, to book it. Yeah. He couldn't book me. Yeah, and, and he, he couldn't, couldn't figure out why. Yeah, and I couldn't either. I'm like, I, you forgot. You know, yeah, I totally forgot. Oh, my God. And I fucking was banned from the airline. I'm like, oh, yeah, no, nah, I can't. You got to find a different way. But, uh, yeah, so. So yeah. you were like. That, like, going or, or, or circling all the way back to what you were saying, this, there would have been an international incident if I was yeah. 15 minutes, 15 hours into a leg of travel. Yeah. And, yeah, it would have been bad. But go ahead. You can finish up. For whatever reason, I love to be met out front when I get home and you guys were in the front yard or pulling up the driver's like backing in the luggage and all I have to do is just get out and see my little baby boy 
running up toward me with a big smile on his face. And then you and I warm embrace, kiss, kiss, hug, hug, kiss, kiss, hug, hug, go inside, sight for sore eyes. Like, I'm like, oh my God, your face, I'm seeing you for the first time. And then we hugged and we kissed. And then it was just like playing with champs and like all that. So it was like really nice. Just the warmth of your touch and your face and like all of that. So it was like, and it was like around nine o'clock local time, which is not bad because that's about the time when we start to unwind and do our pre-bedtime routine. So I feel like, you know. Well, he was like, he got shot in the ass with adrenaline when you saw you too. So like he wasn't, he wasn't going to bed, you know, it was, and he had school the next day, but it was already kind of preordained. I let them know that my wife's coming home tonight. I don't think he's going to be here tomorrow because I was buying the teacher's lunch the next day. So I, I had told them that already. So I didn't want to reneg. So I let them know that if she comes home tonight, he's probably not going to come to school tomorrow, but I'll still get your lunch. Yeah. Just text me instead. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we went to bed, wakes, we wakes up, we wakes up, we wakes up, kept the baby home from school. And now I'm just like, I mean, I definitely have not touched my suitcase, Tommy, but you never do. You, you took know. them straight to the closet, yeah. and I'm like, I am going to knock this out, but until then, I'm not going to unzip it. Yeah, I you never do that, though. It. You never do that. So I do love that I didn't have jet lag going or coming back. I do wake up a little early, but when we're in our regular routine, we wake up around four anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, in your defense... Until last night at, what, 7.30, you really didn't have any food. Like, you had food, but it wasn't, you didn't have a meal. Yeah. You didn't really have a meal in two or three days, you know, to, it just. Slash four. Um, well, before we go, I just want to give you the opportunity to tell me the nice things that you've been saying behind my back, because my friends and family have been telling me, like, Cousin Ziba, Craig, Aviv, they've said, you could tell he really missed you while you were gone. I definitely missed you while you were gone. Absolutely. But you over course corrected that you didn't need me when you were tell, talk, when you talked to me. Not at all. Of course I needed you. For our relationship, from, and I'm talking about Shams and I. Yeah. I think that it was a very, very pivotal thing for you to go away as long as you did. Okay, but that's not the same thing I'm talking about. Th that's the benefits no, I, of not having someone around. No, no, when you're telling silver lining. When you're telling me that, that that I acted like that I didn't care that you were gone, I'm telling you that that's wh wh whatever you're saying Your that I'm saying I said. Your coping mechanism. No, I'm saying that that part I thought was a necessary evil. Right, but it's still out. a necessary evil is a necessary evil. Yeah. So you're still acknowledging that it's a... Uh, a boy needs his mother. I grew up without one. Trust me when I tell you, a boy needs his mother. But there also is a point in time where he needs just his dad, too, where, you know, you could kind of whip yeah. him into shape a little bit. Not to say, like, I actually was whipping him, but, like, just little certain things that he's not... And you could see it already with you back, just little things that he wasn't... It wasn't even a second thought when I would tell him because you weren't here and he knew he had no one else to kind of, you know, shield him. You know what I mean? Where he yeah. just would do it, you know? Mm -hmm. but, 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 and it was, and it was great to have him and be, you know, to be with him. But, uh, you know, we're a family 
And that family only works if we all have each other and we definitely needed you. But at no point in time did I want you to feel like you needed to come home either because you were doing great at what it is you were doing, you know? So like rock on, man. You know what I mean? Go do your thing. Yes. But it was just, there's only so many hours in the day and I couldn't get a lot of the things that I needed for my own personal self I couldn't get those things done. He was first and foremost. The house was like second. You know, shit that you needed to be taken care of that you, I had to do too. So it was just like, I, I, you know, it was a long time. I was just very, very happy for you to be coming home when you came home. It was like, it was, it was like enough. You know what I mean? So that's what I'm talking about. Talk, like communicating about that aspect is good because while I was gone, it's good to let somebody know everything's good here. Don't worry about a thing. Do your thing. Yeah. But then when you get back, there's like an adjustment period that is an emotional adjustment period where you're kind of like, well, I had a lot of time to feel like, oh, he, was he just saying that because they really don't need me? Or was he saying that because that like he just kids don't remember like there was i was was with a kid as a woman and as a mother i'm sure that you already had certain hang-ups certain like you feel like you're letting your kid down you know what i mean i i like as you said i abandoned my family so if that's like the words you're using then that psychologically that's something that you're telling yourself too so i'm sure that there's a part of that that makes it difficult to be away that long and then to come home and it really looked like we didn't miss a beat that's got to be upsetting to a certain degree too. Like they didn't even need me, that they didn't even miss me. And nothing could be further from the truth. We just held it down. You right. know what I mean? But now that you're back, I can tell you, boom, 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 this, that, the other. Like while you were gone, I wanted you not to have a worry at all. But now that you're back, this is some of the fun drama that we went through. But while- we really didn't have a lot. We well, really didn't have okay, a lot of but drama. It doesn't matter. Like you just, the point is to talk about the minutia of anything like it's not Kramer versus Kramer. You know what I mean? It's still, I'm home and let's, you know, anyway, you either, you know, you, I think you get it. I think you get it. What's really funny is that I have been getting DMS when I came, since I've been back, not that many people are saying till the dirt needs you. A lot of people saying, we need you back on Jeff Lewis Live. We need you back with Jamie Kennedy. Like, you've oh, been good. missed. Oh, that's good. So, you know what I well, mean? Well, I mean, till the dirt, it's like, it's like a family setting here with, between us and the dirties. And, like, I yeah. feel a lot of them were pulling for me. And first of all, thank you, everybody, that, that reached out to me to tell me that I was doing great doing the pod. Yeah. Thank you for continuing to listen. I've heard really you know, seriously, like, it was... A really like Aviv tells the truth. Yeah, he doesn't absolutely. fuck around. Absolutely. And he was like, Tommy did the podcast alone and he did great. And then. Well, it was a credit to the people that I had. Like Shervin was, a, a, we got to have Shervin back on. Shervin was a great guest. Aww. And everybody loves Vita. And I got to say, the questions that people sent in for uh-huh. Vita were very good. Okay. They were, they were like, they were very thought provoking. They were very, you know, she said she opened up a little bit, you know okay. what I mean? So the, the the questions were very good. Nice. Well, we um are happy to have you back. 
Happy to have you on American soil. Thank you. And we're very we proud will... of you. We're very, very proud of you. Thank you. And uh, you Thank did an you. amazing job. And, it was uh, AMF extraordinary experience. And obviously when there comes a point in time that she could talk about it more, I'm sure she will elaborate on it more. But in the meantime, we're just happy to have you back. Now I'm back. I can lean back into the Patreons, you guys, and the um, Lady Centrics and the group. Jeff, Jeff Lewis Live, apparently, too. Um, and I, yeah, I already went back to work a couple of days ago, and I'm leaving now, actually. we got to get ready, and I'm meeting my clients. So I'm very excited to be such a um, bouncing right back into, into the, the swing the, of things. things. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we'll see you next week, Dirties. Absolutely. Have a great week, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Till the Dirt with Tommy and MJ. We're so happy you're coming on this journey with us. It would mean so much to us if you would rate our show, give us five stars, leave a nice comment, and subscribe so you can stay up to date with all our new episodes. If you go to our website, tillthedirtpodcast.com, you can sign up for our mailing list and also be sure to check out our merch. Follow us on all platforms at Till the Dirt Podcast and on YouTube at Till the Dirt with Tommy and MJ. See you next week, dirties. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.